Hello and welcome to the Balancing Act podcast for mums passionate about making a difference in the world. Here you can hear more about building clarity, confidence and calm from the inside out so you can create a life and a business rooted in what you want to see more of in the world. I'm your host Debbie, a coach, business mentor and a working mum myself and I'm so delighted to be here with you. Hey, hey, hey! A very warm welcome to episode number 90 of the Balancing Act podcast. We are crawling ever closer to episode number 100. And I'm starting to think that I'm going to have to have some sort of a milestone episode for that. Not quite sure what yet. Um, So yeah, if you've got any ideas, let me know. Um, So I hope you're doing well. I hope you've had a a great week and a fabulous weekend. And if you haven't, then I hope this is a little bit of a remedy for you. A little bit of the medicine that you might need. I'm really, really excited to dive into today's topic. I feel like I say that quite often. (laughs) Because I'm excited about all the topics. But this one, I I feel super excited about. It's all about not feeling the fear and doing it anyway. Or I should say, maybe more accurately, it's all about feeling the fear and not necessarily doing it anyway. So I'm sure that in some context or other, you have come across the mantra, feel the fear and do it anyway. And I am going to say right up front that I just do not subscribe to this. I don't find it particularly supportive to me. And I I see many of my clients who also don't find it supportive either. And I say that, I guess, with a caveat that in some cases, like that is the way forward. So whenever you know that there's a result that you really want and by taking a very particular action, that result is guaranteed and you know that the level of fear that you feel is manageable, like it's it's that it's sort of more verging on discomfort, let's say, than fear. And I thought I could maybe start off by giving you a bit of an analogy so that you can recognise the, I guess, the difference between when you might want to feel the fear and do it anyway and when you might want to feel the fear and do something different. Because that, for me, is the alternative. I'm not um, advocating not doing anything here. I'm not advocating not taking any action. I'm advocating the feel the fear and doing something. And that something may well be like taking a rest, taking some time out, going for a walk or whatever. But it's, it's not just like burying the fear and allowing it to fester and then procrastinating forever and ever and ever. So let's imagine um, scenario number one, 
that you you really want to go on a holiday abroad, but you don't really like flying that much at all. And you might, in this case, decide to feel the fear and do it anyway. So you step onto that aeroplane so that you can get to the white sandy beach that you have been dreaming of. And you and your family have that holiday that you've been craving for ages. And it's amazing. Like You make those, you know, lifetime memories. Everybody has a great time. You... Um, you get lost in the moment and you wonder like what all the fuss was about before. And, you know, maybe, maybe you didn't like love the flight. Maybe it wasn't, you know, you wouldn't have chosen to go there if it, if it wasn't for the holiday at the end of it. But you are sort of riding on that buzz of overcoming your fear and you were able to like you had enough headspace left in the experience where you were able to think about what you might do differently next time, um, you know, to improve things and help you feel a bit more comfortable and a bit easier about the whole thing. So in this case, like the pleasure of the holiday and the enjoyment that you get from it, and I guess the result or the achievement that you get really outweighs that fear of flying. So that like when you go home, the flight that time doesn't feel quite so bad. And then each subsequent time you fly, your reluctance to get on the aeroplane, like take that step and and get on the other plane or the aeroplane gets less and less. So that one day that fear has like almost completely gone. And even at some point, you maybe even start to enjoy the experience of flying. So that's scenario number one. Now imagine scenario number two, where your level of fear is like it's it's more than just a bit of discomfort. Like you really, really, really do not like flying. Um to the point where, you know, it feels completely paralyzing, like you're you're really dreading it. You're waking up in the middle of the night thinking about it. You wake up first thing in the morning and you're thinking about it. But you've heard this mantra about feeling the fear and doing it anyway. And you see people like, you know, you see people flying every day. So you know that it's it's possible for other people. Like, why are you finding it so difficult and so agonising? And you know that like everybody else around you, you know, like your family really want the holiday. So you feel that that pressure to to step up and, and get on with it. So you do, you do it anyway, you get on the plane, but the whole experience is just awful. And in fact, it's even worse than you imagined. Like on the airplane, it's too hot, it's too loud and too noisy. Your seat feels really cramped. Um, There's a bit of turbulence when you're flying. Like you just are so thankful to get out of that experience and away from the airplane and away from the airport. But then when it comes to the holiday, like you can't even relax and enjoy yourself because now you are spending the whole time worrying about the flight back home again. And 
you don't feel like you can really talk to anybody about it. So you start getting grumpy and snappy with the people around you. And of course, they've got no idea why. Um, And so like it just doesn't feel like, you know, the the reward that you're getting just doesn't feel worth overcoming the fear for. And so you just never want, you never want to repeat it again. So can you see the difference between these two? Like how those two things will feel in your body beforehand are quite different. So the first might be that, you know, that slight discomfort. It might be like the fluttery stomach, like butterflies in your stomach that at other times might feel the same as excitement feels. The second will be that like dreaded pit of the stomach. Like I think that I'm going to be sick and I just want to get out of here. Like I feel like I literally cannot move any of my limbs right now. Like it'll be really different. So to me, this second approach is when we don't want to feel the fear and do it anyway. To me, this is the time when you'd want to reconsider your strategy. So when it comes to holiday, maybe that is looking for like the white sandy beach that's closer to home. Maybe it's going to the same destination, but taking a boat instead. Or maybe it's... um just taking some time out from flying and going and getting some other sort of support with the fear so you can actually um, like ease and relieve some of that fear before you step back onto the aeroplane. And so this is where that do something different comes in. And this analogy can be really neatly applied to business startup, I think. We see When we're starting out, I think we see people who are a lot further down the road than us and we think that we have to do the same as them in order to be successful. And so maybe that doing the same thing as them is live videos. Maybe it is going on Instagram stories and talking to the story. Maybe it is starting a podcast. Um... Maybe it's writing and publishing blog articles. You know, any one of a number of different forms of like getting visible and communicating with people and like putting yourself out there, I think is what it often comes down to. And so we we choose whatever it is that we've seen other people doing and what's been successful for others. And we decide to feel the fear and do it anyway. But the whole experience is horrendous. <laughs> Um, like let's take the example of a live video. So we make, we script out every single line that we're going to say. We maybe like take ages choosing what we're going to wear, um, like what sort of look we want to go for, what sort of setting we're going to shoot the video in. Um, and then we we finally hit go and it takes several starts to actually get going. So maybe you start once and then instantly stop before you've even tried speaking. But eventually, you, you, you know, we manage to go on camera. We get through the live video and we post it 
<laughs> that pit of the stomach feeling comes back in and we can't even bear to watch it back or revisit it or even like think about it again. So, you know, it's that like post and run. <laughs> and then you live with that sick feeling of dread in the pit of, of our stomach and you wonder who might have seen it and what they've gone at, what they might have said about it. But then you go back several days later only to find that like there's nothing. No one's engaged with it. There's just nothing there. And so it's not like there was even any reward for you going through all this like horrible experience. It's so excruciating that like we never want to do it again. And so the result is that sooner or later, we don't. <laughs> so maybe, you know, maybe you um, like make yourself go back one, two, three, four, five more times out of sheer willpower, but doesn't really feel like it's getting much better. So sooner or later, um, any sort of consistency that you're building up just stops. So I guess like when we take that step back perspective, um, this is not a sustainable, fun or enjoyable business strategy. And if it feels this bad, then you don't have to do it. <laughs> this is when you get to feel the fear and do something, but not necessarily do the thing. So maybe you you find a different way to get visible. You know, maybe you start off with written posts instead, or maybe you find a different way to practice going live. Um, so for example, in the Odyssey group container, group program that I run, we have a private Facebook group and we we use that group to practice going live, you know, to give updates on what we've been working on, what breakthroughs have been coming up, um, like what we've been learning and the progress we've been making in in business. And so it's a really um, like safe, secure environment where you can be guaranteed that there's cheerleaders there. You can be guaranteed your video will be watched um, and you can just practice going live in a way that feels like natural and flowing. So that when you then come to do the live video in front of your own audience, like, yes, there will be the fluttery nerves of discomfort, but it's not that dreaded fear. So I think this this distinction that I'm pointing out, the distinction between feeling the fear and doing it anyway versus feeling the fear and listening to your body and doing something is like it's one of the big reasons that I believe so strongly in embodied entrepreneurship, which is what I have discovered as my my niche, really. Like when we can learn to recognize the more subtle signs of, of how things feel in our body and then make decisions about what action we like, what action feels good to take based on that, then that's when we get to build a business that feels energizing and it feels fun. And so it's sustainable, like it becomes easy and enjoyable to make consistent progress. 
your business doesn't then become like another chore, I guess, that that always falls to the bottom of your list because you just can't face doing the thing that you think you should be doing. So I would love to know what you think. Um, I would love to know if this is something that you practice, if this is totally new to you. Um, so drop me a message over on Instagram at Debbie Leco and yeah, let me know your thoughts. Would you prefer to feel the fear and do it anyway or feel the fear and do something? All right, have a fabulous week ahead and I'll look forward to speaking again next week. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Balancing Act podcast. If you've loved what you've heard, I would be incredibly grateful if you could rate and review the podcast so that we can spread the word to all the moms out there who want to create impact and income through a business that they love. If you're ready to kickstart your own entrepreneurial journey, head over to debbielee.co.uk forward slash start to download your free resource guide now. That's debbielee.co.uk forward slash start.